It's Mattress Firm's semi-annual sale. Right now, save up to $400 in our top-rated brands, like a Sealy Queen mattress that's now $399.99. Plus, take home a free adjustable base when you spend $699. At Mattress Firm, we make it easy to find the right bed for you. So hurry and visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you to save today. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. It's 2019. And of course, this episode of Neon Black is still brought to you by Fender Play. And our good friends over at Fender Play have developed the complete learning app for guitar, bass, and ukulele. Within minutes, you can be playing classic hit songs from The Stones, Taylor Swift, even if you want, and a whole lot in between. Fender Play's library features thousands of lessons that teach skills, songs, and riffs in just minutes a day. It's even got a progress tracker and a supportive online community to help keep your musical momentum up. All this, and it's less than 10 bucks a month. And there's even a free trial. And right now, if you sign up for an annual subscription, which you want to do, it's the start of the year, you'll save on monthly costs and get 10% off Fender gear for the length of your subscription. So what are you waiting for? Grab your guitar, bass, or ukulele and start your free trial of Fender Play at fender.com forward slash neon black. Neon Black, I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Michael Catherwood. And I'm Ryan Jaso. And uh, we, we, we go in on a little bit of... A little bit of everything today. A little bit of everything. <laughs> that was Mike's butt, if, if you're curious. Um, you can catch us. Not. You can catch us every Tuesday and Friday on controlforever.com. Do you just smell your fingers? That's I wrong. Know, it's, it smells bad. Dude, you, now you're touching your eyeballs? That's oh, probably not a... How tight would it be if you got pink oh, eye live man, on radio? You deserve that. <laughs> uh, you can catch us uh, on... Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Friendster. And, uh, MySpace. Mike Catherwood will um, put the swipe up in his profile. Yep. With a little teaser. Yeah, hit us with that subscribe. We always appreciate that. And um, We're huge in Romania now. Big in Romania. We're going to make t-shirts big in Romania. Big in Romania. Large in Venezuela. Mediocre, I, mediocre I, in uh, Poland. I think Poland. I'd really be small in Romania. I think they're oh, tall yeah, people. You're, oh, I'd they're probably huge. be very yeah. small there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you know, I'm black. Are we, are we going? I went to Disney on ice with my daughter and I cried a little. Why? Did you? Why? Because of the nostalgia? No, because it was so sweet. Cool. In, in relation well, to because, your daughter's Yeah, because you're watching the effect it had on your daughter? Not really, because she wasn't crying. Like you're sharing the moment with her? Well, it doesn't mean she was crying, but you was moving her. Yeah, maybe. Like how? Yeah, it was like, just like- I get that. Elsa comes out and then Moana's there and- are you they dipping fall. right now, by the way? I'm snoozing. What's snoozing? It's, it's like dip, but it's in packets instead of. When did uh, you? Yeah, what the when hell? When did that start? Have you always into that? That's 1995. It's one of your only vices still? Mm-hmm. Once again, fucking great teeth. How did, smoked meth. How have you been doing that since the 90s? Dipping your teeth since the 90s like that, is dude. fine. I know, and smoking lots of meth. Speedballs. Right, but you don't straight to the dome. You don't do the meth anymore. No, but do, I mean, there was a lot. You did enough of it to where you should be able to I tell that you did meth. Yeah. 
or skin or fucking yellow eyeballs or something. Yellow eyeballs. Yeah. That's uh, what, you know, we, talk, we talked about it a long time ago, but I finally, because it's on TV now, I finally saw Beautiful Boy. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And the soundtrack is so good. We've good. been playing it in the, in did the we, office. Did you see Chalamet's outfit at uh, the Golden Globes? Pretty sick. Kind of, kind of Chalamet, like only yeah. Chalamet could... I don't even know if he pulled it off, but it's just kind of dope because that kid is just living an awesome life right but now. What I was going to say is the kid in that, the, the real kid from the movie, he did obviously a lot of meth and heroin and mm-hmm. he actually looks pretty good considering he came out on the other side. He doesn't look when bad. How old was he when I, he got I sober? I feel like I'm, I'm using myself as an example. Not that I feel like I look great or anything, but- You do though. That, that kid is another example. He looks if, if you start young enough- Getting getting clean. If you, if you yeah, start, that was my question. How 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 old was he when he got off? Like in his late twenties? No, early twenties. Early twenties. Yeah. yeah. So that makes Same sense. With your me. body I was, was twenty one. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you got off in your late thirties, it's probably a different ball it takes game. Takes a soul, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's is it the same thing like with with women having kids when they're young? Their body just bounces no, right I, back. Everyone knows that like nineteen year old chick who has a kid and then six months later she's ripped. And yeah. she's like, I don't even work out. With bigger, with bigger she's boobs. Like, I still eat, I <laughs> eat burgers. Completely yeah. flat. <laughs> I eat burgers and cheesecake. And that's just, I think that's just life in general. Like, my body doesn't bounce back from anything. I used to go with this guy and MSBs, get MSBs, drink all night. And then I'd wake up at 7 a.m. and just go right to email and no, no effects at all. Yeah. Be like, if I can drink a monster energy drink, I'll be good. Do you think the, this movement of, Social justice has finally hit its its apex and is now going to back off. and And the reason I say this is because there's officially now going to be no host for the Oscars. No, I don't think it'll back off. But I mean, now we've gotten to a point now where they they just can't even have a host. Well, there's a lot going on there. There's way more going on there than just the Kevin Hart scenario. People don't want to host the Oscars. If you're if you're above, because they're not going to hire an up and comer to host the Oscars. That's the point. That's the problem. It doesn't matter how talented you are. Yes, it's that they, you have to be able it's to a certain thing, caliber. It's a thankless it's a prestige. Job. Yeah, it's like running someone's Instagram account, dude. It's Why don't thankless. they have Kimmel do it? Kimmel doesn't want to do it anymore. He did it two years in a row. I mean, the, there was like, if you're going to put someone, it's got to be somebody like right now. It's got to either be somebody gay, or it's got to be somebody that's that's biracial. Or it's got to be somebody that appeals to both. Why don't they have uh, Tracy Ellis Ross do it? I don't think she's famous enough. Yeah, I got a feeling now with the Kevin Hart thing, it's almost gotten to the point him, where- I think for him, he didn't want to do it. I think it was- How about kinda, Ellen? She's done it a bunch of times. But you'll win. What I was going to say is, I think it's gotten to the point now where- What it's were you going to ca- say? It's kind of like, oh, God, you're the worst, <laughs> dude. This guy just railroads me all the time. I know. Can you turn his mic down, please? What were you going to say, Jaso? Jesus Christ. It's kind of like politics, though, where if you, it's gotten to the point now where with the Kevin Hart thing, they're digging up tweets from 10 years ago trying to make him a villain. The same way if you run for president or you run for office, they're going to dig up shit from high school and use it against you in the race. They're making fun of that uh, senator because she danced in a, a video for Look, like looking pretty good in that video too. Yeah, she, she does. She like danced to a is Phoenix the, song. Is she the most attractive uh, politician we've ever had? Who are we talking about? The lady from the Bronx that goes. Oh, uh, Alessandra Ocario. Ocario. That's, that's like, and I and I, yeah. I appreciate what she's. You know, she's a breath of fresh air and all that. But like, there's like, it, it's like, not knowing. I want to be a ninja when I'm growing up. A lot of the stuff that she's saying. Yeah, it's like a little bit like okay, like not everybody can. She's a, a U.S. representative, right? Not a senator. It's Congress. Congress, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. 
a lot of a lot of her. I don't even want to get into it. A lot of her it's policies funny. are borderline. Well, she's talking about oh, it's just like crazy. Talk. She's talking it's about a seventy percent tax rate and is like yeah, seventy open about it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, sure. And everybody could have a really good job when they want one, and no, you know, there's no more violence. A bit of fantasy castle, but good for her. Good for good. I'll go to fantasy castle. <laughs> uh, good for her. Well, I you know we all we all at this point. You live uh, over 18 enough years, you make enough years over 18, you realize that she, all her pipe dreams- How old is she? Stand no chance because once that, you're just one oh, member of Congress- She's, she's, she's under 30, 30 right? I think. She's, well, she's like 25. Yeah. Yeah, she's, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's wild. it's wild. She's wow, like barely- Because that video was her in college and that video is only when like I was 25, four or five I was, years old. I was just banging chicks from MySpace and, and drinking boxes of wine. Like what, how do you as a 25-year-old- how was it 25? Like, I'm not drinking boxed wine. <laughs> yeah, you get the cheapest wine. It didn't matter what it tastes like. I was married. At 25? Yeah. Were you really? You were married to Jenny at 25? Mm-hmm. When did you guys get married? When you were 25 or before that? When I was 25. Yeah. I didn't realize that, the, that I've known you that long. I didn't know you right when you got married to her, obviously, but. 2005? Yeah, I was 25, 26. Yeah, turning 26. She's 29, for the record. Okay. So that's still way young to be a congresswoman. Of the state of New York? Yeah. <laughs> it's way young. Yeah. It's- I don't know that you could say, yeah, it's hard to say that, like, some, like to understand somebody's level of maturity and, and you, you could say, like, practically, you, she probably wouldn't be as, as qualified, life experience-wise, wouldn't be as qualified as somebody in their mid to late 30s, but- there are people that are advanced. What do you think about the congresswoman who said they're, we're going to impeach the motherfucker? Wasn't that her? I thought no, that was her. No, it was a different one. She said Trump's a racist. And- oh, yeah. She said Trump's a racist. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that. Everybody's been saying that. Well, not, not on the floor of- No, no, no. But my point <laughs> being is like, that's a, that's a hot take. Don't get me wrong. It's for a congressperson. But to she's saying, how dare anyone come at me, this woman who said impeach the motherfucker? How dare anyone come at me for that language when Trump says all the things he does? He doesn't say, he says horrible things. He calls women dogs and yeah. he says things that I, I totally don't support, but he doesn't cuss. Yeah. That, um, same shit. It's, come on. It's dude. not the same shit. To me, it's the same. It's the, definitely the same, especially when you consider he's supposed to be held to a higher caliber. I'm not defending Donald Trump's rhetoric. Please hear me out. She, I'm saying, how could she not understand that there's a difference between talking like a creep and cussing. Was that no. her excuse? She's saying, yeah, don't come at me because Donald Trump says horrible things all the time. Yeah, that, but that, that also, like, I, come on, that's, like, that's like the lowest common denominator if she's going to use that as an excuse. Like, oh, but, but yeah. look what Donald Trump says. Uh, textbook yeah. whataboutism, which yeah. has been the- th- But motherfucker the, uh, is right up there with the C word. That might be the no, word. Not Mother- anymore. Motherfucker's not anymore. hardcore. Come on, dude. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson basically trademarked that. He I, gave her, by the way, he's, he, he vowed that that was okay that she said it. He, he gave her his- Samuel L. did? Yeah. He, he publicly <laughs> gave her his- Is that his legacy? Approval. His legacy is- Oh, like he says F-word, it in right? every movie. Yeah. No, mother effer is in every single movie that he ever does. He is the king of motherfuckers. They had, I remember like Pulp Fiction, there was a bad motherfucker wallet that was that sold after that no, movie. It was the, no, it was no, the lighter. It was a lighter. No, it was a wallet. Uh, Quentin Tarantino actually used that as his wallet for many years before yeah. he auctioned it off. That yeah. was his wallet. Oh my God. So, Just like the, how Tarantino owns the pussy wagon. The pussy too. wagon. Yeah. 
Every once in a while, I go to give waffles with my friends after a long night of drinking and get in the pussy wagon. See? <laughs> the pussy wagons really creep me now because you, you hear the story about the woman who just had a child after she's been in a coma for 10 years and she got pregnant. Oh, oh no way. Yeah. She was getting raped. She was getting raped. She's, that's she's so still dis- in a that's coma. so heavy. And she had a baby while in a coma. It's so gnarly. There's certain evil. They're trying to find a DNA There's test. certain evil that I can't even <clears throat> understand. That's so like, I truly can't. I totally don't support robbing someone, but I understand why you would do it. Versus, I can put myself having, in, having sex. With I can a, put myself within the mindset of someone who's like, "I'm broke. You have money. I'm taking your money." Yep. Stealing a car, DUI. I, the list goes on and on. These are things that I don't support, but I totally understand why you do them. Yeah. Raping someone in a coma. What? How fucking out? Uh, completely detached Dude, from other that's people's just some feelings. Shit, Dude, man. you watching that scene in Kill Bill was really gnarly to watch. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Even watch, even like he's using Vaseline. Like the whole concept of it is so wild to me, especially because like, how dumb are you to get her pregnant? Because they're going to run a DNA test now, and this dude's fucked when yeah. they figure well, out who you're, it is. You're questioning this I just guy's can't help but finish inside. Yeah. You're questioning a, a guy that sleeps with a a, a female in, in coma. Yeah, no, his, I, his intelligence has, probably... True. Getting back to the, the Trump and the motherfucker statement, to me, it's just them taking... They've try, The Democrats have been trying so hard to not jump on this new era of politics and, you know, Bat the brash behavior and the way people are talking. This to me just feels like fuck it. We're just gonna get in the dirt and play dirty, like, whatever. Yeah, and I don't yeah, like but that. Fighting fire with fire has never been. It's yeah. never been a good fucking tactic. for virginity. Yeah, especially when you're talking about like that. The fire in question is is the dumb shit that that the president says. You know, I, I just it's the, like it's like competing in yeah, the sandbox most, that like nobody should be. Competing even most in. Republicans don't agree with Donald Trump's rhetoric. Most, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even most people would say, we agree with the president's policy. The way he words things, we would like, you know, even Sarah Huckabee Sanders at t- many times is like had said, the, the president. I really wish he would have worded it differently. Yeah. Here's my, my take on the hers, whole thing. Dude. She's what she's been on for like a solid year and a half. Yeah. Huh? She's <laughs> lasted. She's unfuckwithable. Yeah. You may not like her for her. Yeah. Politics, she's weathered but she's the storm. Unfuckwithable. She's weathered the storm at this point. A year and a half in Trump land. That's like. That, you, you can retire and, and yeah, you're good. You're <laughs> that's good. like a thirty-year career. In an uplifting story to cleanse the palate a bit, do you guys hear about Pollyanna Vienna, the UFC fighter that beat up the dude who robbed yep. her? Yep, beat she, the shit out of him. His Shane, face? if you're not familiar with no, the story, I'm not. Dude, this is Pollyanna on the left, and that is the guy who tried to rob her on the right. Holy shit! Yep, she fucking mauled him. Oh yeah, she punched his face in. And she looks like such a nice, cute little yeah. girl. So you would assume it would be very easy to rob her. Is she a heavyweight? No, 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 no. no she's one hundred and twenty pounds, and fucking, she crushed that guy's face. I'm not defending this at all, but like, you you already make bad judgment calls if you're robbing women. What but, happened? Did but you, how do you rob? How like what are the odds of robbing a UFC fighter? Well, it's happened before. It happened to that one guy <laughs> in Texas, and he beat the fuck out of a dude. But that's a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he rolled in on a on a. And even if you saw her, little woman. Even if you saw her, he probably wasn't even that scared. Absolutely. And then she just fucking ground and patted him, or what? She 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 punched him twice, kicked him, and then uh, rear naked choked him until the cops got there. Choked him out. God. Wow. Good for her. He doesn't look very big either, but it's still impressive. Yeah, he's like a tweaker. Yeah, it's still impressive. Think about this: that guy is sitting in jail 
right now with that face. What happened? <laughs> I, don't uh, I robbed a bank and I got caught. Yeah. What happened to you? Um, I tried to rob a 120-pound woman and uh, she beat the shit out of me and then held me there until the cops got there. <laughs> when did Alex Jones go to prison? <laughs> oh, how dare you accuse me of being in prison? Right now, I'm only in prison by the liberal How Illuminati. quiet has that guy been, by the way? I haven't heard he had to be. Anything. I don't know if he he's got, quiet or the fact that he doesn't have a platform to yeah, speak I, But that's my point. If you like listen to that, to, that actually seemed to have worked. If you listen to, uh, what's his network? Uh, Infowars. Infowars. <laughs> I'm sure he's not quiet. It's Duh. just that he's not in the... He's not in the the public spot. But that's my. I'm I'm genuinely surprised. It, even though it, it that 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 actually worked as far as like muting how loud his voice. No, I don't think they mute because to his base, he's just as loud as ever. Yeah, but that's not the dangerous part of it. We talked about that before. His base is his base. That's I disagree. There. I think the, the the larger that base gets, that's just. But that's a, what I'm saying, though. His base is there. Putting him it's, on it's, sixty minutes and then it's having, when he says crazy shit. We we said that when he says crazy crazy shit and out of. The five hundred crazy things he says, one of them comes true. That adds to his base, and he right. know, that he loses that. That's dangerous. by not having by nope. not, not by not being available to people who aren't seeking him out. He's still just as available. He's still just as available. Yeah, you have Trust to me. seek him out now, though, guys. But, actually, you know what? We're totally wrong here. He is alive and well on MySpace. He has a very active MySpace profile. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, a lot of people assume that uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, these and, are the big Him profiles. and George are the only two people that are nope. still like pumping right MySpace. Now, right now, the Illuminati is not controlling MySpace. Hollywood Undead. Uh, uh, I am committed to my base who are seeing me through MySpace. Alex Jones. I've also got a great Friendster profile. Tila Tequila and George are the three people that are still crushing. And, and what's the owner of uh, MySpace? Tom. Tom. And Tom. I would watch the shit out of a show based around those people. I don't think George, Tom, I don't Alex Jones, and Tequila in a house. In a house. Yeah. Anywhere. Anywhere. They go, they go to Washington. Like I, the, <laughs> see, Tequila goes to Washington. I had a show pitch idea called The McCain Files where it was Megan McCain and George McCain. <laughs> and they just talk. <laughs> Is that the one that you that George showed up like an hour late to the no, pitch meeting? No, that was a great show too. God damn it! And, and, then and George I, is like, I don't like this Hollywood stuff. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm not into the Hollywood meeting. stuff. I was like, what's Hollywood stuff showing up on time? <laughs> it's amazing. That was a great show. Oh pitch. yeah, yeah. That that was like my favorite story. And that was that was typical George, like in his prime when you told me that he. he you gotta have George on the new show in for a sure. tank top and shorts. George is definitely an hour gotta, late, right? Hour. George has definitely got to be a guest on the new show. Oh, I'd love that. That's definitely going to happen. Hour late, like he's fucking TC. Yeah, and 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 just rolled in like a. And I go, George, you're an hour late. He's like, Yeah, I can't do this Hollywood stuff. I'm like, what's Hollywood stuff about being on time? Yes. Maybe he just meant driving to Hollywood. Was he still driving the Blazer back then? Yeah, yeah. The Blazer. Blazer. Uh, did you guys see Bezos is getting a divorce and he had no prenup? Oh, 100, yes, hundred and twenty-five billion. No, hundred and thirty-eight billion. She's in each. each. There's so no, 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 no. she she is going to become one of the wealthiest women in the world. Right? She's like if if it's half and half, she's entitled to about sixty eight billion. They've been married for twenty years, I think. Something crazy. Twenty nine. I'm going to pick 90, my nose hairs. She married him in ninety three before he was uh, rich. Three, three years before he was a millionaire. She's going to get half for sure. Oh yeah. You know that's fucking killing him because he's been like he's been on and off richest man in the world depending on how the stock does. Yeah, like now multiple he's times. Fucked. Now he's got to start almost. No, I mean, yeah, not it's starting gonna be the biggest. It's going to be the biggest divorce yeah, settlement in history. Amazon just passed Microsoft as the uh, largest publicly traded corporation, the most profitable publicly traded corporation. It's crazy, dude. They sell 
well over a million items on their site. That's just crazy to think that they have a web store that has millions of items. I get everything from them. I do too. I get every, especially kid stuff. Do you, uh, dude? Amazon Prime with the the same day delivery mm-hmm. is insane with food now. Yeah, how do you do that? I don't know. Well, I guess with because he owns Whole Foods. Foods yeah. yeah, he owns Whole Foods, but it's not all Whole Foods. Some of it's like stuff that's on the site. And Bristol Farms, I think, is he owns that too because of Whole I was Foods. thinking. Uh, speaking of Whole Foods, I was at Whole Foods and I was walking by the liquor section. And I, I found myself fondly looking at the liquor, thinking about how it would temporarily make a lot of my problems go away if I just got hammered. Liquor? Yes. And obviously it would compound the problem in the long run, but it, I was thinking, just for a moment, I was looking at it, I was like, man, if I just got a buzz right now, I could relax. How long ago was this? I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago. Really? Is that what you're dipping? No. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, sorry, go ahead. This is funny. And I was thinking to myself, maybe the world isn't supposed to have little temporary breaks. Like maybe life isn't supposed to be that way because I was looking, thinking fondly about the time when I could at least escape my problems for 45 minutes, two hours, whatever it may be. And I was thinking, well, in actuality, maybe that we're not designed to have that, that the world, life is actually this continuous ebb and flow of feeling good and feeling bad, and that mm-hmm. you're not supposed to have these artificial escapes. No, um, well, you're, you're definitely not. Right, but I, I, I wondered if I was like, I'm a guy who, I, I'm not afforded this luxury that everyone else gets of, of getting, get, having you a couple drinks. You wouldn't consider working out an artificial escape? That's not artificial. Well, well taking drugs isn't artificial either. Uh, you, still get, you still get an emotional escape for an hour, two hours. Depends on the e-bomb, bro. Not really. I mean, you, you, you're. I'm still one. With, I'm. I have the. I, I'm lucky enough that if we're able I to exercise or I do yoga, I can shut my brain off. But that's. It's an. I'm engaging in something in an activity that that creates naturally creates the chemicals to do so. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? It's not the sure. same as taking a, a pill or, or or drinking something or snorting something to alter that. I think your brain reads it the same way for the it's, most part. It's interesting though because it's really not. You're especially now. I think you're. It's okay when you're younger for the, for the same thing I was saying at the beginning of the show because now that two hour escape is five days of payback. Payback, yeah. It takes because five the days. Drug. All of it. You're, like mentally, you're you're imbalanced for well, multiple I, days before I'm, it clears I'm, your system. I'm that way even if I don't get a good night's sleep. So I can't imagine if I added in. Him and I were talking about that yesterday. Like, if I stop smoking weed again, and at night now I can't sleep, so I have to drink a shitload of coffee during the day. So there's like that give and take. But I felt like when I was smoking all the time, I could sleep easy. But then I found myself like missing stuff during the day. I was like sluggish, and I would forget about dates and times and things I was supposed to be doing unless right. I had it, even if I had it in my calendar, I was just like, this isn't me. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's a very interesting point you make. I don't think, I, look at it. The really interesting thing to take from all of this is alcohol has just been ingrained in our culture for so long. Yeah. Like if you actually started it all today, there was no drugs and we discovered all these drugs in this, this year. Feel like alcohol is the worst, but and you probably never approve it. Don't sure miss it what I'm saying. Sure I, I'm is. not. I, I'm not trying to stick up for alcohol or any drug or or 
chastise the idea of using drugs or, or drinking. Um, what I'm saying is, is that I've looked back on my life and I thought back to a time when I had such a much better time at regulating my emotions. And I was so, my life is a million times better without drugs and alcohol, but my life was a lot easier with drugs and alcohol. Well, because and you, I'm thinking you, to myself, you like more maybe, control a little maybe bit. it's supposed to not be easy. Yeah, you're probably right about that. You know, and I'm thinking like, oh man, I'm missing out on all the all the relaxation and all this escape that I used to have. And then I thought, well, maybe maybe it's not supposed to be that way. Maybe the actual way I'm living is how I'm doing it now, and I just got to suck it up and deal with it. I think it's different for every pe- for every person, though. You know, I think your the way your brain is, you couldn't just escape. For those couple hours, because no. you know you'd be in a. F- you, you've told me before yes. you'd be buying a bag of blow off someone on the street, and you'd be have in a to fucking motel. I'd have to suck cock for rocks. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Very. I mean, it only be. It only be amount of time before I'm sucking, sucking the d, sucking that d. I, I, if you, if you, I'm more surprised that you haven't yet sucked a d. Yeah, just with no. how how uh, how. I mean, you fucked a couch. I'm really surprised you I didn't the wall. because. You, had, it, you literally towards, fucked a wall. Towards the end of my youth. I'm not joking. Emmett, I'm not joking. He's literally put his dick in a wall. Yeah, Drywall. True. That's true. And I fucked a hole in a wall. And I fucked a couch. And With I nothing fucked, on the other I side, fucked a converse, which is usually when it's yeah. <laughs> fucked a converse shoe. A converse all-star. Do you think you're a sex addict too? Probably. I think you probably, like most people that have that have issues with- uh, Addiction. Addiction. You, like you're probably- Privy to just about anything if you if you put your mind to it. Yeah, some things more than others. Yeah. I definitely think with sex, it's um, because I can't really make love. My wife has a big problem with that. You know, I, I I'm not really. You can't make love. Not really. You think porn is, has something to do with that? Yeah. So I, I tried to give up porn for a while, and that didn't go too well. No. Hmm. So, because I found myself, I, I I use sex and ejaculation. Instead of using it for what it's supposed to be used for, for intimacy and developing, so you go, you go. I, 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 I like, I like use it to to pacify myself. Yeah, you go full Bateman every time you. Yeah, you're yeah. flexing and shit. Yeah, that seems like a sex addiction. Chainsaws and cross trainers, fucking <laughs> skin tightening gels. I'm just wearing, just wearing Air Max and nothing else. That would be such a sick costume it. if you went as Bateman with just. Penis out and trainers on and a chainsaw. I went as Bateman one year and no one knew what I was. Dude, I, I went, used to I went, do that I put every on every Halloween. I used to I put, every Halloween pick some stupid ass costume. I'm like, oh, this is so sick. Like fucking one of the Frog Brothers from Lost Boys or, you know, John Cusack <laughs> from Girls Point Blake. Like, are you a vampire? No yeah. one knows who I am. Like, who are you, man? <laughs> yeah, I went as Bateman. I just wore a suit with a raincoat over it and had a knife, like a fake knife. Mm-hmm. People were like, well, what? Was it? But it had to been a. Was it a clear raincoat? Like, it was a rain slicker. Yeah. And they didn't know what that no, was. No. What year was this? Two thousand six. That's even less excusable That's, back then. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No one murders Halloween like our boy Brad Haas, though. Yeah, Guy he kills is like, it. Yeah, doesn't mess. I don't like Halloween very much. I love Halloween. I've come to love it, especially when you have kids. You you yeah. really love it again. You get like. I think that's a, for most things, yeah. most holidays. Christmas, certainly. Christmas, yeah. like you get- I Christmas, know you, yeah, Christmas is great. But well, I, I mean more along the lines I hate, of- I hated Christmas. Having kids, you kind of, you enjoy things that you really kind of lose the luster for as you get yeah. older, but you start to enjoy them in a different light. Children resuscitate. So Peter Fairley, he, he just won a Golden Globe for a Green Book. He, he's one half of the Fairley brothers who 
wildly successful comedy directors in the uh, in the 90s and early 2000s. Something about Mary, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everything big. Everything Didn't Jim the Fairley Brothers do Kingpin? I think they did. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. They did. Me, myself, me, myself. So we're talking about a movie that holds up. Kingpin holds oh, up. Oh, is it Kingpin so holds up so on, goddamn funny. On like levels that shouldn't work as well as it does. I think Woody's honestly like one of the greatest actors Woody, of all time. Randy He's Quaid. So, well, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Murdered oh my God. Movie. Yeah. Talk about- with his hair? Oh, oh my God. Talk about doing a lot with like a 15 minute segment. Oh, he checks. Left and right. Just he checks. Just uh, hair. So yeah, he just won a Golden Globe for Green Book, um, and it, uh, about fifteen years ago, whenever something about Mary came out, when Cameron Diaz was doing a press tour, it came up that she and she she was like looking back on the story like fondly, but that like under her audition, Fairley was like behind the camera, and then she looks down and his dick's out, and it was like <laughs> well, it was something that he would always do, just take his dick out and like like to like alleviate the moment or whatever, and then now obviously with cool. with the climate that we're in. Uh, and obviously, with with Peter Farrelly himself being put back in the spotlight, uh, he's he's kind of doing this apology tour, uh, and it'll probably affect. I'd imagine it'll probably affect the way the movie uh, gets nominated uh, for the Oscars. But uh, this is like one of the one things I'm not saying. Like now, it's definitely like I I, I can I can kind of see where it, like it doesn't seem like he was doing anything like mean to anybody or it doesn't think like it wasn't like Louis C.K. where like he's pulling his dick out because that's what gets him off and he was jacking off in front like something it's that was appropriate. I'm not saying listen, it's not appropriate but things like like uh, Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or Kevin Spacey Les Moonves the list goes on and on that wasn't funny 10 years ago that wasn't funny 20 years ago that yes. was sexual assault 20 years and therefore it's very appropriate that we bring this to light now and that these men are punished. Something that was fucking hysterical and not offensive to anyone involved 10 years ago shouldn't now become more offensive. I never even thought about it that way, but I think you're, that's like, you kind of nailed it. It's, it was funny then. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein breaking into Annabelle Sciorra's house and raping her was never funny. There was, there, there was, there was never a time, there was never a time, there was never a climate where people were like, Oh well, come on. He was just having a he was just having a laugh. Well, there's a there lot of kind of was a climate for that, but <clears throat> that's a, that's a big part of this. So a lot of those waters have been combined. Unfortunately, like a lot of people are thinking that's the same as what you just said. Did I remember like when we were kids? Uh, George used to do this to me all the time. He'd be like, "Hey, you know what time it is?" And he just have his dick wrapped yeah. around his wrist or like the brain. a watch. You show people your nutsack. Yeah, it was just like and I'm and like looking back, it's the same way when we watch. Emma watched, knows what I'm talking about. Look at him over there. I know the brain. It's the same <laughs> way as watching um, mid '90s, like the use of uh, faggot yeah. and gay was just. You know what else? Uh, a lot of people like to mention that because it's all over. I mean, I was watching Fast Times and Jeff Spicoli says, those guys are fags. Um, but one other thing that really blows my mind is how flippantly people use retarded. Same thing. You grow up and people say it around you and it, it gets... I was you, listening, don't, you don't even really think about the word meaning. But like salt and pepper, what a man. This is like family friendly. I don't hip-hop. know. That salt and pepper was ever friend, family friendly. But we're not talking about fucking gangster rap. Is my point? You know, uh, we're talking about like fucking dudes. Yeah. What a man was like a Kiss FM hit. So what? There's a lot anything. of Kiss FM but hits in the says, '90s that were a little. She she has a line. She's like, I got, I love you so good. I got you screaming like a retard. Who has that? In Salt and Pepper, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa. 
Whoa, wait a second. That word is also, yeah, very nice. Wait, whoa. And I'm not for, I'm not some big snowflake that like, oh, well, you know, these words are not acceptable. We can't, but that one particularly, it just comes off. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, really? Gosh. We all just kind of you're also turn a blind eye on that one? I don't know. Uh, it's it's a weird, this conversation's tough because it's the same thing when I look back at, you know, our parents. And, yeah. And when they lived through the 60s and the civil rights movement and just the flagrant use of the N-word back then. And it's like- Yeah, but did our parents not, flagrantly use the N-word? No, no, no. Like, our parents, I, was say. I was gonna say, I know <laughs> no, mine didn't. Our, our parents didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, my parents didn't. I don't, but I, just like the use, the use at that time- I'm, and it was I, a lot different. It was a lot, a lot different, different, and uh, I just, also think that. But that's a bad example because that was always an offensive term. I, I think more, so what's is, more crazy is like how depending no, on who it is, retard the, wasn't always offensive. Well, yeah, that's my point. That was like plain old. You could say that on like sitcoms and stuff. That's what is crazy to me. Much like my grandfather, who doesn't have a shred uh, of racism in him, and my grandfather. Regretted, he said on his deathbed that the one thing he regretted is that he didn't uh, get his law degree so that he could be a civil rights attorney. It was something he always wanted to do. Um, he, till the day he died, called black people colored because that was just it. Yeah, and right. Asian people were Oriental. Right. It wasn't as that was just. I, for, I always language. forget about Oriental. Oriental. That was just language. Yeah. yeah that I wasn't. It wasn't that. in any way demeaning yeah. or or insulting. That he he he, oh, he was a uh, that colored fellow, you know, down at the church, and I was totally. like. Grandpa, yeah. colored like. Well, just think about like any country. If you live through, if we went through, if we went to war with any country, the people who lived through that time, like Vietnam, or just the way that people refer to Japanese, you know what I mean, for an entire yeah. generation. My dad has a, a a paper newspaper. I believe it's the L.A. Times, um, but it's from after Nagasaki and Hiroshima, mm-hmm. and it says bombing of the Japs. And like, that's just This is the headline, the headline. newspaper. Like, yeah. on a, the Japs. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's a little. So that's what I mean. Like, a lot of things we've we've changed for the better. Even if we're, even, yeah. like, right now, we've been at war with the Middle East. You know, you're not going to see, like, Towelhead or something obnoxious on the cover of a, no. of a newspaper in any light, which yeah. is a good part of how we progressed yeah, over time. No, I, and, and people always like to talk about the good old days. I, I, I think I've said this before on this podcast. People have this, in retrospect, they have this fondness for the quote unquote good old days. Yep. But in reality, every year we get to be nicer to each other and we learn to Correct. take into people, take into consideration other people's feelings more and more. Dude, as, we, we, this happens all the time. We sensationalize the past and remember the good times. It's like, you know, I don't want to get super into it, but people that I would have never thought would be like, oh man, R.I.P. George Bush is like, well, he did a lot of terrible stuff too. Yeah. It's like when people die and do we forgive all those things? I was just talking to you about Glass Castle. It's like mm-hmm. the way they sensationalized him at the end of that movie was like, no, he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Your dad was a psychopath, maybe sociopath. And the things that he was doing to you were... Honestly, you guys seem like they were suffering from Stockholm syndrome. He was trying to trap them in the house and not let them leave. And it's like, what, now that he's dead? It's, uh, dad. Remember the good times, though? Yeah. Not the shitting in buckets part, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. You ever, uh, you ever date a girl that gave you Stockholm pussy? 
<laughs> yeah, Where, for like, sure, for she sure. Abused because you, because she abused you so much, and you know, like it was a oh, terrible toxic you were just relationship. But say, the pussy made you feel like, oh no, I sympathize with her. That's not Stockholm's no. pussy. Stockholm pussy is when it's a girl that you're not attracted to at first, and you you kind of get addicted to it over time. Yeah, that's Stockholm, Stockholm pussy. pussy. No, the, the yeah, or well, when just, you when you break up with someone and you forget why you broke up with them those first like three to six months, you're like, no, I, when it has to be all about the pussy. It can't be about no, the no, no, no. When you when you get your heart broken, even though like you realize, usually your heart broken that first three to six months, getting over it sucks, and then you're like, oh yeah, I broke up with her because she was awful. She sucks. She was terrible. But you forget about all those really uh, bad moments in the fact that your heart's broken because you're just you like, do, oh my god, you, you do. But you do Stockholm that because syndrome is you, sympathizing with your abuser. Yeah. And I'm saying that there's Stockholm pussy that makes you actually sympathize with How did the they abuser. come up with that that what where did the terminology Stockholm like why why is the Stockholm Because it was the was uh, it those, the the Siemenese Liberation that's Army right. the SLA that took over the uh that embassy right Yeah Yeah Who knows um, Patty Hearst right the Siemenese SLA Was Patty Hearst involved yeah, with them yeah, too was so. that the one that yeah. she fucking bounced with Um yes that's right I want to real quick so the National Choir got a hold of, uh, going back to Jeff Bezos real fast. I don't know how they got this. They got a hold of some of his texts to his, to his new chick. Who's a, she's, a ho- she's a TV host, I guess, in some dance show. I, this is just interesting to me because Bezos, you don't like, he's gotten like ultra buff over the last five years, right? Yeah, jacked. Jacked. I like that. And he's just an interesting, he's an interesting fellow when you have like, you know, Zuckerberg, uh, you know the Warren Buffetts. You have all these different people, and there's there's usually like some similarities. Bezos seems a little bit different, but he's still weird. Um, but he's, they have these texts, these love texts that he's sending to his new lady. Uh, and the text read, "I love you, alive girl. I will show you with my body and my lips, my eyes very soon." Yeah, <laughs> he says, "Girl, oh, girl, that's amazing." Yeah, he does. Shit's fucked that up, makes man. me that makes me like him more. I agree. I love it's you, so hard alive being, girl. Not alive. dead. I love you, alive. I love you, alive. I love girl. you, alive, girl. <laughs> Do you think he's saying I love you to make you more alive? The way I, I love you makes he, you more alive. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the like what because what does like, he mean what's there? the alternative? I love you dead. Yeah. yeah, I'll love you to death, or I'll love you till you. Yeah, I guess that's the. Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Good for him, dude. Good for him. Good Split for her. I, if <laughs> I was Jeff be Bezos, 135 billion, and he doesn't give a fuck. If I was Jeff Bezos, I would I would be texting girls. I'm delivering this dick with Amazon Prime same day delivery. <laughs> No, Come on. Would. No, you wouldn't. No, this you dick's wouldn't. on Amazon Prime, same yeah, day delivery. Just, just handing out fucking settlements. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Here, you get a Amazon settlement. Prime. You yeah. get a settlement. I'm talking about a girl I already am dating. I'm not, so. you can't. Not, not in 2000. You can't, he can't send anything like that. Like, how do you even date someone if you're worth 68 billion? I'll be honest. Uh, I have yeah, a, it's I, fucking sticky. when I do access and there's a, attractive young female guest, I get weirded out even putting my arm around them to take a picture. I don't, Why? Because like, you don't trust her. You don't trust her. No, no, absolutely not. No, no. I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I know this is so silly because obviously anyone in their right mind, the Me Too movement is not about guys putting their arm around someone's shoulder. It's just that I, I we're living in such a weird world that I, 
you don't want people to perceive something. I don't want to no, accidentally offend someone. Graze her yeah. shoulder in a way that she didn't like, yeah. or I, it's, it's just it's a, in that situation, it's easier to just not do it. Yeah, and I I, I end up taking pictures like uh, like sad little Timmy on his first day of school with my arms around by my waist. Yeah, right. You're just flexing. So let's talk about something that really matters. Showing my guns. Let's talk about something that really matters. So we're going in the weekend. But I think properly 2019, at least from an entertainment standpoint, kicks off this weekend. But True Detective starts this weekend. Yeah, it does. On Sunday. Yeah, two episodes. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. They're doing a two episode. Two premiere. episodes. We got one week of break three. from the end of Escape from Danamora. Now I, get right? my, now I get my True Detective. Does that feel like they're doing that to kind of compete with the Netflix and Prime? The way no, they do that are? sometimes. They do that sometimes. If it's, I think they're trying to get people back into it. HBO, so HBO always on. has a marquee show. Yeah, like no, a, no, you know, no. So I meant more along the lines of the way that they're putting two episodes out to kind of compete with the fact that you can watch an entire oh, season. Yeah, I bet you they do that. I bet. I think yeah. they want to give you. I think the show, and, and we've talked about this many times, was unjustly criticized in the second season. It's been what three years since it's been on. Um, that long, huh? I think so. Yeah. Right, like 2016, maybe. 2015. I buy it. I buy it. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 reviews are, are 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 in, and I haven't really read them in in great detail. But it seems like across the board, everyone is saying that it's uh, it's better than the second season. But it's a lot of rehashing the same old tricks from the first season, which I don't find anything wrong with. Yeah, I have a problem, so solid. but I have a problem with everyone comparing all these seasons to each other. I just out of well, anything, I'm this one cool. it seems like just from the outside looking in, it's like. The story's told over like three three levels or Decades. three different um, eras in time. It's recounted from an interview. Uh, it has to do with the little girl that gets murdered. Has to do with a, a so cult, what? some kind of a cult. Fargo does great, that, where it's like great. there's a similar through line, yeah. but it's a different yeah, cast good. and a different thing, yeah, and different place, location. Yeah. Everything's different. Just watch Mahershala Ali just flex all over the screen. I love him. Me too. But then, like, why the fuck you? The only thing I'm worried about is the Stephen Dorff thing. Why the fuck are you putting Stephen Dorff in there? I hope he's it's not Steven, a bad actor. I think it's, it's his that. comeback, though. It's not that. It's not that at all. He's not a bad actor. You're absolutely right. But like, you probably could have gotten a better character actor. For I don't the know. Second lead in the I, show. I, I you may like, say that now, but there was plenty of. There's been plenty of castings where you go in the moment. What the fuck were they thinking? And then when the season's but, over, but when the movie's over, has, you go. But that's, nailed but it. that show now has a, I guess, a legacy of casting really good, really interesting. Bigger name actors. Can I give you my my right. guess? Yeah, go ahead. Steven Dorff is appealing in that role because he's a very, very imperfect guy. Exactly. To me, Steven Dorff would make the best dirty cop on the planet. No, get out of very, here. There's so many fit, other actors out there I would much rather see. But he's very believable as a guy who you can sympathize with, but at the same time is kind of a scumbag. I'm not going to judge it till I see it. I just going into the show, it's like, man, Mahershala Ali, like, probably they probably could have given him a better sparring partner in this one. It's not Woody Harrelson, but it, it no, could be. It's and not. Dorf, Dorf, I think gets it's a not lot even of, Vince Vaughn. Dorf gets a lot of, of flack because of his off-screen antics. But what did he do off-screen? He just he's he kind of party, a dick. right? He's a d-bag. Yeah, he's a yeah, dick, right? Yeah, he's yeah. just kind of a dick. But in his um, Sid commercials, he's uh, he's a damn good actor. I don't think he's a damn good actor. Go down his IMDb page. I like somewhere, but I it doesn't it. really work. It's like the beginning of the end for Sofia Coppola's career. She's only made garbage since that. Blade with that movie is a classic. He's not good in it though. <laughs> like, I, I the guy's never had a role where I'm like, oh, he's in shit. Dickie Roberts. <laughs> I can't believe you keep going to the bat for that movie. I love that movie. If you don't love that movie. Nobody loves that movie. I love it. 
Nick Swartzen doesn't even love that movie. I love it. Excellent film. You know he's actually really good in uh, Public Enemies. He is really good in Public Enemies. I forgot about him in Public Enemies as <clears throat> as Homer. Mm-hmm. He and Swartzen really told me he's actually a really nice guy. Even though we just said he's a d bag. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's a nice. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He just kind of looks. I just like, like he'd be a just dick. like man. You're, he looks you're like throwing. a frat boy. And Pontius told me he's a good guy. Oh, what's Chris Pontius doing? It's a good question. I think they're going to resuscitate uh, Wild Boys. A Wild Boys. There's been a bunch of stuff out uh, about about Bam again. Unfortunately, people worried about his life, his yeah. his his health and well being. He's a he's a guy to worry about. I don't want to talk out of school, but when he goes hard, he goes hard. So since we love True Detective so much, do we do? Should we? Tr- I think we should do. I think we should. Uh, I th- I think every week we should we should we should recap. Recap. It. Let's recap. I'm it. down with that. Let's yeah. give our let's do our true our first ever neon black recaps. Yeah, because we got it for this show. We got, ride or die. I bet you got a huge cock, Shane. Me? No. You sit next to fucking with Jaso, Captain Jaso, we all, dude. We know about Jaso. Thing swings left to right, dude. Just a thick, full, meaty cock. <laughs> I tickled his ear one time through his armpit. Through he fucked my armpit. You know that? <laughs> I've heard the story so many times. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sorry. And it doesn't even. It, it's not even like on the list of top five weird things this guy's done with his dick. Some <laughs> oh, of those stop. I can never tell. Okay, let's not. You know that. what was weirdest about that night, and it wasn't Jaso fucking my armpit. <laughs> it was that George McCain actually drank enough to pass out. Pass I've out? Never, he doesn't ever pass out? I've never seen him. I mean, I've only partied with him a handful of times. No, he passes he, out a lot because George doesn't do drugs. So he would go oh, all yeah, the way yeah. in and then- Yeah, he can't keep up. He passed out in the back of the headrest of a Toyota Tundra like this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, yep. Remember his nose is all Yeah, we were, at the, we were at the drive-thru getting MSBs and I'm like, George, you want anything? That's how his body rolls. He used to just go Well, you can't get that out. without Bolivian marching powder. You know, your body just gives up. One man can only drink so much. Um, cool. Anything else? I don't know. Did we have anything else? Anything else interesting happen? What did you do for New Year's? Thinking about converting to Judaism. For for what? Just for, for what purpose? So you can I get like more it. work in Hollywood? No, just kind of like it. Seems cool. Are you a religious person now? Not really. <laughs> You're <laughs> just trolling us, motherfucker. I, is your wife religious? Not at all. But you were raised in a Catholic household, right? I was, but I was lucky. I had two parents who were raised super Catholic. So I was the generation where they were like, we don't want to do this. We don't anymore. want to shove it down your they, throat. They, yeah. they had it shoved down their throat. So mm. I, on both sides, Irish, Mexican. So it was, they were like, you don't need to really, honestly, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll baptize you. We'll confirm you, but do you do what you want to do. You know? It's kind of interesting how that works. It's very similar to other things that we forget when you can almost compare it, like make a parallel with religion, how, when certain families are so religious, like my parents the same way, they were raised really religious and then my parents kind of got burnt out on it and they stopped making us go to church and then it, it'll change again. It'll flip again the next generation. You yeah. can kind of say that a lot with how we forget about things. I just think it's awesome that Justin Bieber doesn't talk to Carl Lentz anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. There's one person that didn't need to become a celebrity. It was Carl Lentz with his stupid glasses. He is a celebrity. I mean, yeah, he is, but yeah, at this point. he is, he is, but you know what I mean. Like, I mean, like, I know who it is. His That's... claim to fame is Justin Bieber, even though there's a ton of famous people that go there. I don't know. I just don't ever trust fucking any of those dudes that get so big. You know what's wild to me? And it's I... some cult shit. You just become a cult leader and you just, it That's starts. What, I mean, yeah, tell Joel, me, Joel tell Osteen, me. all those yeah. guys. Tell me how, Carl Lentz's net worth is estimated to be 2.5 million. That's not what you're supposed to be as a. Preacher, no, you're right? not. You're not supposed. Yeah, but he probably it, has a lot of money that he doesn't claim. 
because he's oh, a religious figure. Well, yeah, and you don't cl- you don't pay taxes on yeah. any of that. You so, know what's wild to me is I think you, you pay you have to pay taxes on on gains from the the church itself doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, I mean he probably pockets some is, extra cash. My point yeah. is, is he has cash that we don't have to know about. That church in Costa Mesa. Which one? The one right off the oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that all the real houses go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. one's wild, dude. I, I forget about it because I'm just so used to living in Orange County. All the Orange point. County celebs. But there yeah, is, right. have you seen this, Mike? Every Christmas they put up like Clark Griswold type Christmas lights. Nice. And it looks like, it looks like a Greek, like, uh, What's it called? Like the Colosseum. It's almost. huge. It's huge. Well, the funny something that's really funny. We're not Greek. But. So if you don't know this, <clears throat> Jason and I, in our younger years, used to valet at this at this spot in Newport Beach. That was a uh, that was a it was a uh, it was a really nice restaurant. It was a yeah. lot and of then things. above it was a bed and breakfast that the owner also owned. Mm-hmm. And certain nights of the week was hooker night, and all these rich dudes would come in and they would take the chicks upstairs, like the hottest. Chicks you've ever seen, like the, these these chicks were like getting like a grand for a blowjob. But one of the so couples, I, by the way. one of the couples on Real Housewives <laughs> ended up on Real Housewives of Orange County. By the time they ended up on it, the husband was someone who mean who Jason and I used mm-hmm. to have to like go take his car home, and like he would tip yeah. us really well. Uh, and like, dude, like, but he would be on the show, like, um, you know, t- talking about how much of a hardcore Christian he was and stuff. And I'm like, motherfucker, you were banging out hookers and like, give me like a thirty dollar tip to take your Range Rover back to Corona Del Mar. Is it the one that was married to the the Mexican chick, Joe? Um, no, 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 no. Uh, you, I, I, I don't want to say the dude's name. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> They're not on it anymore. I believe they they got a divorce. It was the one, the blonde one with a huge rack. That's usually how it uh, goes. That was, like, though. that was tall. When you're when you're overcompensating with your religion, you're usually a. And the funniest part Absolutely. too is, I remember the dude was like, he was like kind of nice to us out of all those guys, but like, for a living, he did like he was like rich off doing custom pool tables or something weird. Like something there was, all, that there was some weird shit. Something going that would on only there. work in like 2006. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. or <laughs> it was some like illegal shit going on. One or the other. Yeah. Like everyone, yeah. I, I everyone has that family friend where you're like, you're a florist. What? How do yeah. you know? Didn't you drive a Maserati? Dude, we used here? to yeah. go inside. <laughs> if you were, or you're like, you sell rugs? Yeah. What do, What do you mean you sell? If you were valeting there on a Tuesday night, you would roll in there and real talk, like old dudes would be getting blowjobs underneath the tables, and it was just like part of it. It was just like part of it. Yeah, it's sounds still like, there. Sounds like my house. The guy that owned it owned like a huge chunk of the real estate in Newport too. Arme- Armenian mafia. Sick. That's part, right, bro. Part of his his pinky got cut off, bro. He was a cocksucker. Bro, you cocksucker. give me blowjob now, bro. He was like the worst human on the planet. I uh, I had to, got I, caught cheating by his daughter. Just instead of like apologizing, just gave her a Ferrari. Yeah, get out of here! I give you Ferrari. Shut your mouth, bitch. It was like that. It was like that. I uh I had an Armenian boss. My first job, I was working at a gas station. His name is Sam Rahimian. He was the fucking best. He was the worst boss ever, but he was the best. That's an Armenian thing because this dude got rich off of uh, got rich off a of gas, gas station too. Yep. Yeah, and he and I he, have friends who got he used rich to come up to me. Station. I'd be sitting on the island waiting to like do an oil change or pump gas or something, and he'd come up to me and he go, "Come here." And I go, "Yes, Sam." He go, "You see that sign that says 76 Yunakal? You see that sign? It's a pie. You get no piece of the pie. All my pie." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, Sam. Thank you. Like, how many times have you ran that joke? Yeah, <laughs> at least a hundred. You get no peace. That's amazing. <laughs> God bless Sam. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs>